Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to the new wave of Karen All Talks Lifestyle and Culture Edition. I'm Carrington Garland. And I'm Jordan Knox, and we are so excited. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. You're going to be on this journey with us. It's a learning experience for sure. For sure. Absolutely. But we are so excited for what's on the horizon and to introduce you to our special guests and take you to different places. We are here exploring different kinds of lifestyles in the Lexington area. Mm -hmm. And the culture that Lexington has as well, because there's so many different people in Lexington that you wouldn't really think. Oh, it's it's rich. It is oh, rich yeah. culture. Being an out-of-state student, I was definitely shook a little bit. Both, yeah, both of us are out-of-state students. Yeah. Um, but I mean, enough about us. You'll be get to follow along our journey as you listen. We mm. now want to introduce our first guest. How could we not have her on as for our first episode? Yes, editor in chief of Caranel Lifestyle and Fashion Magazine, Allie Diggs. Hi, I'm Allie Diggs, and I am the Editor-in-Chief of KRNL Lifestyle and Fashion. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. Born and raised in Lexington. I love this city. I visited UK, and I was like, I want to stay in Lexington, which was like pretty surprising to all my family, but I love it, and I'm happy with my decision. I feel like a lot of people actually have that realization, especially when you visit campus and you tour. You're just, you're right at home. Um, so tell us about your summer. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. Last minute in April, I booked a ticket to Nantucket, a one-way ticket, and I decided to do some seasonal work there with a couple friends. And I was super scared because I wasn't really like close with anyone I was going with, but I just really wanted to challenge myself and try something different. And um, so yeah, I lived in Nantucket, Massachusetts for three months and I just got back. It was a really cool experience. Definitely recommend seasonal work. It really pushes you, you meet a lot of people. So it was interesting. What was the environment like in Nantucket and what was the highlight of your trip and what was like not the best part of your trip? Oh goodness. The vibe definitely wasn't my cup of tea. Like people are very wealthy there. I don't know how to describe the people there, but they're all like vacationing. And then um, people who live there full time, like they're a completely different breed of person because I just don't know how they do it. Winters there are like really depressing. It gets dark at like 3 p.m. It's super windy and cold. So that was interesting to talk to like the locals who live there full time. And then they're just so different from the people who vacation there or who have summer homes. There was a lot of seasonal workers that were like doing the same thing that I was doing. And so they were really cool and from all over. So what, how did you find that originally and what brought you to Nantucket specifically? So my good friend, Sarah, she's super cool. And when COVID hit, she was like, okay, I'm just going to, take my computer since classes are online and I'm going to move to Colorado. And she lived in Snowmass, and she had the time of her life. So that's really where I was introduced to seasonal work. She was like, you have to do this. You would love it. And so she has a couple really good friends who have went to Nantucket, like literally since sophomore year of high school, just go out there for the summer and then work, make a lot of money and then come back home. And she was like, I don't want to stay in Ohio, which is where she's from. And she's like, I don't really want to move back to Lexington. So I'm going to move out here. And she was like, do you guys want to come? And I was like, sure. I've never even heard of Nantucket, but yeah, I'll come. So that's really, it, I mean, it really was pretty random. Like, I can't believe that I like moved to Nantucket for 
three months. Like it still doesn't feel completely real. Cause that, I don't know. I had never left home that long. So it was interesting. It sounds so fun. It was so fun keeping up with your journey, like on social media and everything. I loved it. But a little bit more about you. What is your year in major at UK? Oh yeah. I'm a junior and I'm a journalism major. My goal is to work for a fashion magazine or any type of magazine. And what did you do before joining KRNL? I really wanted, since UK is a decently big school, I really wanted to find like a niche group that I could be like happy in and excel in. And so I did the whole sorority recruitment, had a good time with that and made a lot of really, really good friends. But then I was like, I need something more like I'm a super creative person. Like that's something that I thrive off of is like collaboration and creating something. And I was like, what more can I do? I tried to search around. I was, you know, joining different groups, trying different things out. And I was in JOU 101 with Jen Smith, my first introduction to like journalism. I hadn't even like declared like a real major. But anyways, so she had that editor in chief of Colonel come and talk and he was talking about the newspaper and I was like oh this is cool whatever I was like I really wish there was something more like with fashion or something more like that and then he pulled out the KRNL magazine and I literally remember the front cover and I was like oh my god I need to grab this I need to find someone to talk to and he only had three copies up there and I was like a little freshman I was scared I didn't like to sit in the front so I was like way way back in Jen Smith's class. And so once they dismissed the class, I like ran down there and grabbed a magazine and I was so excited. And then I was like, how do I get in touch? Who do I email? And he gave me May May Barton's email and she's the best. I love her so much. She's one of our advisors for the magazine and she's just great. And she's so welcoming and talked to her. I spoke with the editor in chief at the time and her name's also Allie and she was great super, super welcoming. I was the only freshman on staff. So then I just worked my way up the ladder. And that's like one of my biggest goals with KRNL is to make sure everyone feels welcome. You know, it's hard because we can't have too many staff members, but there's always ways that you can get your foot in the door and do something with KRNL. So what was your position when you first started at KRNL? So it's crazy because our staff like dynamic has changed so much, but we used to have three photo shoot coordinators. And at first I started out as a blog writer, which is what a lot of staff members do. Then I did an interview with the creative director, Brittany, and then Allie, the editor in chief. And they called me everything girl. Cause I was like, I'm interested in photography, which I had never picked up a camera at the time. I was like, I'm interested in writing. I'm interested in like design, like drawing. I'm like, I'm interested in it all. But my actual position was being a photo shoot coordinator. And we had three at the time. So I was kind of like shadowing them. And then the last shoot, like I really felt comfortable like doing it was like in my realm. I was like, wow, this is like awesome. So that was my first position. And that was super fun. And I learned a lot, like how to work with people, work out kinks, models will last minute back out. So just that really taught me a lot, that position. Then I moved up to creative director assistant with Kindle and I was the main photo shoot coordinator. Went through the whole very, very long interview process for editor-in-chief and now I'm here. Could you speak a little bit about the process that you went through to be editor-in-chief? It was so nerve wracking. I literally remember I was sitting in the office designing 
pages with Kindle. And then Rachel came in, our former editor, and she, and she was like, hey, like, I have to start thinking about who's going to take over my position. And she was like, you're interested, right? And I was like, yeah, but I kind of pictured it to be like, I knew I wanted to do it at some point, but I kind of pictured it being like further down the road, like either senior year or something. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And she was like, no, like you'll like start the interview process now. I had to make a really formal like year plan for KRNL. I had to make a diagram of like how I wanted the staff to be, resume. I'm trying to think of what else I had to do. I had to write a really long thing about like why I wanted to be editor-in-chief, like who I am as a person. Like it really was a lot, but it taught me a lot. And I was like, this is like the hardest interview I've ever had in my life. Most people haven't had an interview like this rigorous. And then the last thing, and I was so, so, so nervous, like barely could eat this day, forced some toast down my throat and some water. And then I sat down on Zoom with 12 people staring at me. And it's all, they're all from like the Herald Leaderboard, which is the newspaper in Lexington. But these people are from all over. And they, most of them were former um, colonel editor-in-chiefs, like way back when, like in college. And KRNL is pretty new. So they're still like, and they just started this, like this whole interview process a couple years ago. So they're still getting a feel for what KRNL means, what it stands for, you know, pretty different from the colonel. Then it was just like rapid fire, like drill me with questions. They hit stuff on my resume that I didn't even think they would hit. I was like, oh my God, I was preparing for all these other questions. And then it was like all this other stuff, like about sorority stuff. One of the girls was in, um, one of the ladies, I should say, but she was like, oh, so I see you're a pie fi And I was like, yes. And then she drilled me with like questions that I haven't, hadn't even thought about since like initiation or something. And I was like, wow, this is... This is crazy, but it was a really, really good learning experience. And then I logged off. They didn't tell me on the Zoom if I got it or not. They were like, we'll be in contact with you soon. And I just sat there and I was like, super, super anxious. I was like, I need to put my phone down. I need to calm down. And then I hear my phone going off like constantly. And I pick it up and it's May May, our advisor. And she's like, hey, can you hop back on Zoom real quick? And I was like, oh God. I get back on Zoom with all, all of these people on there and they're just chatting it up. I'm like, I don't know why I need to be here. Like they're just chatting. They're talking about Karen L. Rachel Courtney is on there, you know, chatting it up. And I was just sitting there and they're like, okay, thanks. We'll give you a call in 10 minutes, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. So I log off again and then sit there. And then like one of the guys who was like leading the discussion, the interview, he called me finally and was like, hey, I just want to to let you know, um, you did a fantastic job and we would love for you to take this position. We think you would do great. And I was like, wow, it was honestly, it was a pretty crazy moment. Like I for sure will never forget that phone call or that interview. Like I really, it really helped me be prepared for like future job interviews and situations like that. Yeah, that's really cool. Cause I feel like a lot of people, especially like in college don't get that like rigorous interview process especially like in the journalism world that's awesome that you got that so early on and we were also wondering what is it like to be editor-in-chief right now like what's your day-to-day -day? like what do you have to do who do you have to talk to how busy are you during like the week 
I have been having probably about six Zoom calls a week. So a decent amount. But really, it's just me trying to follow up with everyone, follow up. We have so many teams. We have, I want to say, 48 members on staff. So just touching base with everyone right now. It is the summer, so um, people are busy. They're doing their internships. They're doing jobs. But I have to remind them, like, hey, our work starts now. Like, we usually take a couple week break, but then it's like, okay, we need to start thinking about things. We need to plan shoots. We need to figure out where we're shooting them. We also just completed Inside UK, which is, is like the freshman issue. Um, if you're a freshman, keep a lookout for that. It'll be all over dorms in every dorm. Um, but so that was a lot of work. It was a time crunch. We had to finish it within like three weeks. So, um, a lot of Zoom calls for that. I also, there's so many different things that we can do with KRNL. Like there's no like set standard. Not every editor in chief has to do things the same way. And we have to push this magazine out by October 1st is our send to print date this year. So it's a little earlier, but we want to get it out because we have kind of a surprise. Yeah. Anyways, I sleep, wake up, think about KRNL, get a text from someone, get an email, have to check an email. Like it's, it's a lot, but I love it. I love it. Yeah. We're definitely a couple of those texts. So we apologize for what we've added, but um, we're so excited to hear about that. And we are so looking forward to this issue. Um, all of the other ones have been so amazing. I think I had the exact same moment when I saw the cover of this past magazine, um, we were in Starbucks and a guy was handing it out and I was like, what is this? This is so cool. And so I, get, I grilled this guy with questions, actually. I don't even know who it is. It might have been our advisor, actually, Ryan. But And I grilled him on what this was and just had to get involved. And here I am. So I feel like that's kind of how KRNL drags people into um, what they're doing and their mission. But shifting back to um, your leadership style, leading 48 members of a staff is pretty pretty intense. So how do you lead and how are you going to lead in the future? So my main goal was, you know, I've been since working with KRNL for now, I don't even know how many semesters. Um, I have learned a lot from leaders in the past. I've seen, you know, what works and things that I would change. And um, one big thing I have taken away from being in a leadership position is setting deadlines. Like you can't just be like, hey guys, you need to complete this. Um, you have to set a deadline for people. And even better, you have to set one really a few days before the actual deadline, <laughs> just to give a little, which sucks, but I get, you know, life happens, it's summer. So that's a big thing I've learned and our advisors have taught us that, you know, Rachel has taught me that, Ali has taught me that. Also, we had Kendall who really helped me. She's, she was our former creative director. She's amazing. Every layout, everything you see on our um, magazine, every photo she chose, she put on there, she placed them like she is extremely talented and she taught me so much so I was like how can I feel fill this position um who are people I can rely on because I can't I can't run the magazine fully by myself 
I need people to help me out with each team. So that was also something I really focused on and listened to Kindle, who I should hire, listen to Rachel, listen to Gavin um, and Rayleigh and Ryan and Maymay, just trying to get a feel for every, every team, who should be their lead, who should be the editor. And that was something I really focused on in interviews because I need editors and leads who will lead teams properly. And, and so that was really, really important for KRNL because we do, we have a lot of new staff members. So I really put together a team that I can rely on and lean on because again, I am one person and we have a lot of, um, you know, different groups in KRNL. We have podcast, we have lifestyle team, we have photographers, we have stylists. I can't lead every team, you know? So that was just a big thing that we focused on and we were extremely picky with is, so I'm just really looking forward to um, being able to be in the office, talk to people in person and just for everyone to experience like the feeling once, you know, we get all these boxes of magazines in and we get a text from Maymay and Ryan saying the issues here, it looks great. And then we all run up there and we grab this like hundred page, beautiful, glossy magazine that we have worked our butts off for. And it's just, honestly, it's, it's such a good feeling. I know I'm really looking forward to meeting everybody and especially for the retreat. I just can't wait to see everybody's faces and like talk to them. Yes. Um, we were also wondering how has like COVID affected Kara now, like the way you produce things, the way you like meet in person, like did you have to follow certain guidelines? Yeah, it was not easy to say the least. Pretty much our spring issue, um, which Rachel Courtney was editor-in-chief at the time when we released that, but it was extremely difficult. Um, we had a lot of people, we had 70 members on staff um, that semester. So that was crazy because we like, we literally went, like when I started, it was 20 people on staff and then they were like, we need more help. And then we released, I can't even remember what issue it was, but everyone was obsessed with it. And so then we just got more people on staff, more people. And then Maymay was like, hire them, hire them. Like, this is awesome. We have so many people interested. And then we kind of hired too many people and we learned from our mistakes, but 75 people on staff over Zoom with a pandemic happening does not work. So that was really difficult. And um, I learned a lot from those experiences. And so um, I decided to cut the staff, you know, way down and just have a small group to really get things done. So I'm excited to be back in the office and see people because that will make it a lot easier. There was just such a big disconnect. And I know everyone has says, said that and agrees with that, but just Zoom and, you know, texting and emailing all the time and not seeing someone face to face, like it really affects everything and how you work. So we want to know, I mean, now that we've kind of gotten through the thick of it, hopefully cross our fingers, we want to know what's on the horizon. What what can our listeners be looking forward to from KRNL? Um, so we have a lot of new things coming up. We're super, super, super excited for our photo shoots. And um, we have some really cool stories coming up. 
I mean, there's just, there's a lot. I don't know. I don't want to give anything away. So this is tough, but be on the lookout. Our social media, you know, always follow that. Um, we're going to do a lot of fun stuff with that. We got people absolutely love this or that polls. So we're really thinking of cool ideas to do for that and how to keep people engaged and having fun. Um, we're going to do some collaborations with some local businesses that you will see um, very soon. We're doing um, one coming up. I think it's August 21st, and that's going to be really, really cool. And then we're also going to be working with some other really cool um, UK organizations like WRFL. I'm really excited to work with them, but I love what they do. They're an awesome, awesome organization. So we're really excited to work with them too. Um, I personally love WRFL. They're so cool. I love the events that they put on. Like, I love them. This is just like a fun last question that we have. So like, what is your go-to outfit? And also describe your style in three words. Oh my God. Oh, that, that's hard. Um, probably describe my style in three words. Currently, I would say skater wannabe. <laughs> I have a skateboard I've tried I tried all last summer with a lot of good friends from um, Woodland I learned a few things I'm not the best but I just love that like style um, I wrote a story about it like way back then and um, I'm I love Dickie's pants they're my favorite I love how they look I love the, you know, cut off at the ankles and then you can wear cool socks and sneakers. I absolutely love shoes, um, Converse, Vans. So yeah, I would really say that's my style. It's pretty simple. Pants and shoes are like my favorite thing. And I've really gotten into purses. That's my new favorite thing as well. So I don't know. I like to change too. Like people inspire me. Like Katie, our um, fashion editor, I love her style. She's very like, classy and like cute and I'm like ooh, I'm gonna get into that more because I feel like my outfits are always kind of like again like skaterish or like tomboyish and so I like to mess with things I've also been really into like more colorful things I'm starting to really like orange um that's random but I also love trucker hats I want Karenel to make some trucker hats I promise you I'm gonna release some of those I want those so bad for us Love we, it. We love it. Well, thank you so, so much. We've enjoyed hearing about you, about the future for KRNL. It sounds amazing. Please plug your socials, tell the people where they can find more. <laughs> well, first of all, follow our Instagram, KRNL underscore LF. And then my Instagram is aldig7. But anyways, <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me. This has been so much fun. I'm so excited for your all's journey with this new podcast. Thank you so much for listening with us, guys. It was so fun to have Ali on. She's an amazing person and she's going to do great things for KRNL. Please, please join us next Sunday for more college content, UK 101, where we are going to talk about all things that you need to know to be successful at UK. For more KRNL Talks content, Follow us on Karenel Talks on Instagram. And then to learn more about the magazine, follow Karenel underscore LF on Instagram.